I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. This is Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Jared Saltalamacchia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. It's this one well, left center field, pretty deep. This one's going to go a long way. The game is tied. Shohei Otani covered it all right. It's his 19th home run, and it's 5-5 in the seventh. Exit velocity of 114.1, 459, and he set him up perfectly on that one. Another great home run call, another great home run. Shohei Itani, now the league leader in home runs, 20 home runs. Obviously, I think he might make the all-star team. I think he might make the all-star team. Check that out, the ballots. The first round of ballots voting came out. And, uh, again, I think Shohei Itani might make the all-star team. But, you know, that's a ways off, as is a trade deadline, but that doesn't mean we aren't going to start talking about them. We're not going to stop talking about home runs either. A lot going on in baseball. The Oakland A's are on fire to begin with. And also, baseball isn't boring, is on fire as well. If you didn't see it, go look at the power rankings. Producer Evan, everyone's talking about him. Producer Evan did an excellent job at the power rankings yesterday. And um, and soak those in, discuss, debate, so forth. And also yesterday, great who says no trade talk. Fake trades. Who doesn't like them? Pat and Gordo. They came through with some great fake trades. And you know how I know they're great fake trades? Because when we put them up on the socials, at BB isn't boring, you had, you had, for instance, the Mets fans and the White Sox fans and the big trade with prospects and Luis Robert Jr. and Tim Anderson. You had the Mets fans saying that's the stupidest thing ever. That's never going to happen. The Mets aren't going to do it. And then you had the White Sox fans say that's the stupidest thing ever. The White Sox are never going to do it. That is a sign of a good trade. I love it. I love fake trades. And we're going to have more of them as the as we get closer to the trade deadline. It's only going to heat up. People love talking about them, so we'll keep doing them. All right. You know what else people like, as we talked about at the outset of this old baby, was home runs. Home runs. 
and why everybody today in Denver may be talking about Jokic, the Nuggets winning the NBA championship. Well, there's another guy in Denver who's red hot. And we're the guy, he's the guy that we went and we wanted to talk to. Nolan Jones. So Nolan Jones, the other day, hits a 472-foot walk-off home run. I had to know what that felt like. I had to know what that felt It was the longest home run, walk-off home run in the history of StatCast. 472 feet. Don't you want to know what that feels like? Don't you want to know, A, what it feels like to hit a 472-foot home run, and B, what it feels like to hit a walk-off home run? And you're going to hear both of those explanations from the talk of Denver. Yeah, Nolan Jones, who, by the way, also the next day, it would be last night, robbed Rafael Devers of a game-winning home run. He did it all. He's, everybody's talking about Nolan Jones. And that's why we wanted to talk to him. Also, another piece of the conversation, which I think we're going to continue and we'll get some other people talking about this. And we had Zach Gallon talking about this. What it does it feel like to be traded? I, I With all the trade talk coming up and everyone talking about trades and trade deadline, let's get the insider's view. Let's get the player's perspective. What exactly does it feel like to get traded? That's what I wanted to find out. And Nolan Jones, he doesn't disappoint. Also on this podcast, Daniel Bard returns to Fenway Park. Daniel Bard, front of the program, was on the Baseball is a Boring podcast just a couple of weeks ago. And he returns to Fenway Park for the first time in 10 years since he wore a Red Sox jersey. And if you don't think things like that hit different for guys like Daniel Bard, then you're crazy. You're going to want to listen to his reaction. We got him. He was in the visitor's dugout, just staring out at the field. And it was it was really like, it was one of these moments where it, was, it wasn't a cliche, but it was a reality. I mean, this is a reality of this guy soaking all this in, this moment, all the things that he had to go through to get to this point. All the things he had to go through to get to this point. And this was sort of the, these, the fork, not the fork in the road, the stop that you just are able to appreciate exactly what you've done and how far you've come and circle of life. Yeah, that's Daniel Barn. All right. Well, first, first, again, we're going to talk to Nolan Jones. Talk of Denver. Subscribe, rate, review. At BB isn't boring. All of it. Having a great time. Baseball, yeah. Baseball is not boring. I, I hear it every single day. Today's no exception. And today's podcast is no exception of being awesome. Here you go, Nolan Jones. All right. Uh, an absolute pleasure. And first off, Nolan, the question that we ask everybody, why isn't baseball boring? Again, no wrong answers. Yeah, I think... Uh... <laughs> I think baseball isn't boring because there's so many different outcomes to every single game. Uh, I think there's so many exciting plays that can happen from pitch one to the end of the game. Um, 
cool plays, def- defense, there's obviously homers, there's bunts that moves runners, there's stolen bases, there's taking advantage of misreads in the outfield or a bobbled ball that can change a game. So I think there's so many things um, that go into it, and it's just a bunch of guys out here playing a kid's game. So you say, like, you never know what's going to happen, you never know the feeling and everything. The next question is, I don't know what it's like to hit a 470-foot home run. Not a lot of people do know what it's like to hit a 470-foot home run. And I'm not like, you seem like a modest guy, and I get that, so let's get past that. Yes, you're modest. But still, what is that feeling like? Can you explain it to the human, the rest of us humans who cannot do this? Yeah, I mean, I would say they don't happen often. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you get it, you don't really feel anything. Um, everything obviously has to sync up perfectly. The guy on the mound could be throwing 97 with an 80 mile an hour curveball. So like everything has to be perfect, um, and to connect with the ball and then have the opportunity to, you know, watch it go into the seats and know that it's a home run. So you could take a little extra time to to watch it. Is it's an unbelievable feeling. I mean, it's what you train all off season for. It's what you train every single day for and get ready for to put a run on the board, hit a home run, you know, help your team win. Um, so to connect with something and be able to sit, to be able to know off the bat that it's gone and be able to watch it is crazy. Well, there's a lot of things to pick through. <laughs> Honestly, when you're running around the bases, are you thinking, I wonder how far that went? Like, you be honest, like, I wonder how far that went. I mean, obviously, this was a momentous occasion for your team and it was a big moment, but you'll think, oh, I think I hit that a little further than normal. Yeah, well, honestly, yesterday when I hit it, I blacked out I, I don't even I was talking to my girlfriend after the game and I got interviewed and there was it was like on the scoreboard and I was like I have no idea what I said I don't know if I cursed I don't know what happened like I blacked out at that moment it's like I mean that's your dream like to get an opportunity to be up at the plate in the ninth inning for a chance to win the game for your team whether you're eight years old or playing in the big leagues like I mean it's your dream so like yesterday I I didn't care if I hit it 310 and it went over the fence or if I hit it 600 feet um, the fact that it went over the fence and we won the game and I got to celebrate with my my boys at home plate it, that's all I was thinking that's about. another weird thing in baseball too when you get to home plate first of all and you I'm sure you've had walk-offs before right so actually that's my first ever walk-off home run ever ever little league ever you're kidding me first ever wow that's I think that's the coolest thing is like the amount of times that you come up in a tie game or down by one with a runner on base in the bottom of the ninth it's so hard to not think like I can win this for my team get too big take too big of a swing or obviously the guy on the mound's like trying to get you out like he's gonna throw good pitches he's gonna throw his best stuff so to get a I would call it a mistake yesterday um, he threw me a change up and he hung it a little bit um, to get a mistake in the zone and kind of keep my body under control and put a good swing on it like it all has to add up and it all did so it was perfect so now now there's another thing I want to know because I don't I don't know I don't remember if I had a walk off but you're rounding third and now this is a weird scene because when you usually you're coming home that's home yeah right 
is maybe the on-deck guy ready to high-five you. Now you get the collection of people. Are you thinking, I better touch home plate? I mean, I, I, like I said, I kind of blacked out. I watched a video of it uh, before we took off yesterday, and I chucked my helmet. I don't even remember doing it. I didn't, like, have anything planned. I didn't, I wasn't thinking I was going to do that, win the game. Um, I remember rounding third base and seeing all the boys at home plate, and my emotions just, like, took over. I don't know if I screamed. I don't know what happened. It was just, like... I just got to get home so I could celebrate with the guys. It's so weird, the, the whole, like, jumping up and down. <laughs> it's, 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 this is a thing where you have grown men, and it's every single walk-off is the same in this sense. There's this weird, like, hop up and down, which you've probably been a part of, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so it's, that's... <laughs> we don't know how to control our emotions. Like like, we're, like you said, we're a bunch of grown men playing a, playing a little kid's game. Like, we're having so much fun. Like, we get to come to the park today and walk around and look at Fenway Park. Like, this is... I grew up a Red Sox fan. This oh, is like you did. this is the baseball mecca for me. Oh, I didn't know that. Have you yeah. ever been here before? I got to play here last year. Oh, okay, um, that's right with Cleveland. Okay. So yeah, but even like to walk out on this field, I get goosebumps every time I walk out on this field. Like, I mean, this has been my dream my whole life is to play in the major leagues, um, and to get the opportunity and to play at a park like this. And you know, we're all like I said, we're all little kids. We're all grown men it's playing tough. a little kids. When game. did you ask? Did it, when did someone tell you went 470 feet or whatever it was? Uh, they actually told me after the game, like we have like a little team meeting where we kind of celebrate our our victory. Uh, and they told me it went 472, and it was cool because I've actually never seen myself on TV. I was telling talking to some of the guys the other day. It's a lot of firsts, man. Um, yeah, yeah, I've never seen myself on TV. And right after we celebrated, um, obviously a lot of great things happened yesterday. Tovey Homer, great pitching. Um, Coco Montez debut Homer, huge Homer. Mac, huge Homer in the in the ninth. Um, but then we celebrated the home run and then we looked up and it was on the TV so it was like my first time you've never my, seen that it's first time I don't, I, don't, I don't like to watch uh, what goes on I like watching stuff on other teams pictures and everything but I don't really follow you don't the even watch yourself on video or anything? I watch myself on video yeah, but, but I've never seen it on live not, TV yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, last thing so again another thing that I've never done I've never been traded um, you've never gone from one team to another like for a young guy and you, you're you're with an organization so long and then the organization says oh you know what we're going to get this guy yeah. because of, that must I don't know what, what, what's that like to be honest with you the first day it was it was horrible <laughs> we got a GM sitting back here uh, it was it was horrible the first day I was I was devastated um, I played for seven years and became best friends with all the guys that I came up through the system with um, I was actually on vacation and it, it ruined my whole day I was I was really upset and then I looked at it as a new opportunity um, I showed up in January and my first day at the field there was uh, McMahon was there Brian Servin was there um, Randall Gritchick was there there was a bunch of guys and I remember calling my dad on the way home and I was like this is gonna be the best thing that ever happened to me um, I got to meet a whole new group of people um, it was like it was scary for me at first I didn't know what to expect um, but everything about it has been un- it's been awesome that, uh, no, that, that's the flip side of it. People, like, somebody wants you. Yeah, it was, I mean, I, when you're leaving somewhere that you're comfortable
comfortable with and you've known everybody for seven years and you've you've grown up with those people I mean I was 18 years or 17 years old when I got in the Guardians organization um, to growing into a man through their organization and with those people um, so to go somewhere else was a little bit scary for me but like you said everyone I talked to was like this is a good opportunity for you it's not about friendships it's not about this is a good opportunity for your career um, and like I said the first day I got to the to the the complex in Arizona I was welcomed um, immediately and, and I felt at home and it was it was a good feeling for me um, so it was really scary at first uh, but it's turned into something that I'm going to look back on hopefully a long time from now and say it was the best thing that ever yeah, happened I'm sorry to ask one more so, well, is there anything you change like sometimes you go to an organization they, we hear this a lot with pitchers right yeah like, they tweak this they, not really um, I think that it's hard to make changes right away um, and the coaches here have been really good with me um, they understood that that you have to learn about a player learn how he's coached learn how he goes about his business before you make changes uh, and they did a really good job with that I struggled a lot in spring training and there was never a day where someone came up to me and said hey do this or do this it was what do you think what do you feel and we kind of worked through it that way so it was never really uh, immediate changes that were made no Virginia guy uh, I, w- I was committed to Virginia to play there fan? Um, yeah I follow All right. I no, follow. if you want to give them a message like, yeah they're, they're, they're going to be going to Omaha huh? yeah 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 it's exciting I'm, right. I'm rooting for them I'll be watching alright this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive it works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Our fun conversation, man, with Nolan. It really was. It was, he was, he gave perspective, which don't lie. Don't lie. Don't, don't, don't you dare lie. You want to know what it felt like to do both those things. All those things. Hit the 472-foot home run, hit a walk-off, and also get traded. That's what we're here for. Also, speaking of all the fields, well, here's Daniel Bard. The aforementioned Daniel Bard, talking to him just as he showed up to Fenway Park. The raw motion of returning to the place where it all started for him, where he hadn't been in 10 years. And by the way... Daniel Bard came into the game later that day, that would be yesterday, and pitched a scoreless inning in the Rockies' win. So that probably made everything better. Tied everything up. But here you go. Here's here's the very, very raw, emotional, real, like you'll get nowhere else, Daniel Bard. Simply put, what's it been like? You step here, you're standing in the... First of all, have you ever been in the visitor's clubhouse, ever? I've been in there one time. I think it was... um I think it was when I was in Pawtucket, and they did they do the minor league game here. You know, yeah. I don't know if they still do that, but they used to play like Pawtucket and Portland would play one game a year here. I think that was the only time I stepped foot in this, this visiting side. So was it weird? Yeah, uh, yeah, a little weird. Um, it's just more surreal, I think. You know, um, when I was retired for those two years, I remember talking with my wife about 
at some point when the kids get a little older, we need to take them to Boston and just show them where I used to play and stuff. And uh, so now they're on the trip, so like, we get to do that, but I'm playing in the game, so that's, that's a lot better way to do it. Did you ever think that we talked a few years ago about how this might happen? When this kid, the schedule came out, this one must have been like, okay, it's going to happen, right? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, uh, <laughs> we, we noticed it right away, circled it, yeah, made sure we could get the family here, and uh, yeah, something I've uh, been looking forward to for a while. Is it, so when we talked, you thought, you don't know what it's like yet about running out in front of the stands. But just being here, is it is it a cliche or is it has it been hitting different for you? Uh, no, it's it's different. I mean, different than other ballparks. Well, I mean, just different because you know it's like you said, you haven't been here since you wore a red sox uniform. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of a lot of memories here, uh, a lot of good memories. So uh, probably my, my favorite place to pitch still to this day. Really? Yeah, I mean, I got. It's a lot of good outings here. I think my num- career numbers are pretty good here. It was the road I wasn't very good. Um, but, yeah, a lot of good memories. What was the last time? Do you remember your last game here? 2013, right? Yep, 2013. Does that seem like, well, it was 10 years ago, so it, does it seem like 50 years ago? It feels like a long time, like a lifetime ago, yeah. So, um, yeah, that was, and that was kind of a weird year for me. You know, I was up and down, mostly down. Uh, I got DFA'd, so... Um, you know, I, like that, you. That I don't o- want to talk about that. No, yeah, I was going to say, like, the 09 to 11, those years, like, I mean, so many good memories. And it was just, for me and my wife, just awesome experience. Still got friends from those teams, and... Uh, yeah, it's good. It's good to kind of bring all that back. What is your What is your most remember, during the say 09-11? I remember there was a playoff game you got out of uh, first that 09, first and third game, I think. Yeah, uh, that was a pretty big moment against the Angels. But what for you? What was like the okay? You know, the adrenaline's rushing, lower the heart rate because it's like it's coming out of my chest moment here. Uh, the playoff game was special. I mean, that's my, to this day my only only playoff appearance or only playoff. Uh, the year I went there, but I mean, you got you got to say Yankees games here. You know, I think all three of those years, it was us, the Yankees, and the Rays right at the top. Like the whole year, just shuffling for that top spot. So um, every one of those games just felt like you know all the the whole baseball world is watching. So pretty much any of the Yankees games here and in their ballpark have a lot of good memories. Here's a sappy question. Are you proud of yourself for being here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Um, I think I'm... I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I think I'm more proud that I'm here right now than what I did last year or even what I did, you know, back in Boston as a player, so... Proud, like, the, like just here? Well, that I'm here, I'm active, I'm still getting outs and, you know, going through with what went on earlier this year, things like that, so... Um, yeah, I'm pretty pretty proud in that I'm F- here in, in Fenway Park. Absolutely, I mean, like you, you, this is this is a checkpoint. Right? Absolutely, <laughs> yep. I want to be able to, to make this trip and make it. You know, hopefully get get an inning here, maybe a couple, and uh, yeah, just soak it in. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field, and then I. Uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. 
two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.